Good evening. Let's rise and share God's peace with our sisters and brothers in Christ. God's peace. you to rise as this service we just launch right into. <laughs> oh Lord, open my lips. Make haste, O oh God, to deliver me. seated as we sing hymn 367.
seated. The first reading for this evening comes to us from the book of Genesis, chapter 33, beginning with verse 1. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two female servants, and he put the servants with their children in front, then Leah with her children, and Rachel with Joseph last of all. He himself went on before them, bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck, and kissed him, and they wept. And when Esau lifted up his eyes and saw the women and children, he said, Who are these with you? Jacob said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. And the servants drew near, they and their children, and bowed down. Leah likewise and her children drew near and bowed down. And last, Joseph and Rachel drew near, and they bowed down. Esau said, What do you mean by all this company that I met? Jacob answered, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. Jacob said, No, please, if I have found favor in your sight, then accept my present from my hand. For I have seen your face, which is like seeing the face of God, and you have accepted me. Please accept my blessing that is brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, because I have enough. Thus he urged him, and he took it. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle lesson is from the book of 1 Peter, the third chapter, beginning with the eighth verse. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. And let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil. This is the word of the Lord. As you're able, please rise for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the first chapter. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. This is the gospel of the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. Glory be. 
be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. seated as we sing hymn number 375. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. When you think of the holidays, what does come to mind? Is it Norman Rockwell? Father at the head of the table, carving the roast. Mother wearing her perfectly unsoiled apron, beaming over the meal in matronly elegance. The children are gathered dutifully around the table, obedient and rosy-cheeked, 
And when Christmas rolls around, all is perfect. In reality, is dad snoring on the couch with the game on? Is mom limp as a dish rag, completely maxed out? The dinner was or is going great, maybe even in the process of eating it, but you start in your mind's eye to see the dishes piling up in the sink that will have to be dealt with just after. The younger children are fighting again. One of the older kids is locked in their room with the walls shaking to some alien music. And the other older kid has been on the phone so long you worry about their distance vision and their fingers becoming stuck to it. We spent some evenings this Advent comparing the ideal to the real and then comparing both to Jesus. We know that family life, according to Norman Rockwell, has no hassles, no headaches, and is never in hot water. And we know that in real life, there are perplexing problems and painful predicaments. Loved ones pass on or move on, leaving Christmas not feeling the same. Children make bad decisions. Spouses hurt each other's feelings. There's never enough money. And who's going to go to the nursing home this week to visit mom? It's easy to read the Christmas story in Scripture and to read it like Norman Rockwell, but this is wrong. It's dead wrong. And let's take a look. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. One simple verse filled with life-changing stuff. If Mary's pregnancy isn't shocking enough, the explanation is even more shocking. Through the Holy Spirit? Really? Can you imagine young Mary going to her fiancé, Joseph? Joseph starts talking about floor plans and wall colors, and Mary interrupts. Joseph, sit down. We need to talk. Joseph, I'm pregnant. So long, Norman Rockwell. Instead, Houston, we have a problem. Close the door. That's our first option when there's trouble. Joseph's first reaction was to close the door. We can read Matthew 1.18, and we can see that the child was conceived by the Holy Spirit. We know that. Mary knew that, but Joseph didn't know that. All he could think about was that Mary had been unfaithful. Did it tear him up? when Mary broke the news. Because Joseph was a just man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. After all, he wasn't that gullible. Even if Mary had come to see him personally, even if Mary had thought that there was a chance Joseph would believe her, and so she told him the story, well, would you believe it? The Bible doesn't say anything about Joseph wanting to talk it through or work it out. What it does say is that he plans to close the door. When conflict comes our way, sometimes we react just like Joseph. Friend, coworker, neighbor, there's a disagreement. Let's just close the door and call it done. I don't need you. You don't need me. Let's just avoid each other. Close the door. Of course, when it all breaks loose, another option is to slam the door. Joseph could have made Mary truly pay for what he thought she did. Thankfully, Joseph forgoes this option. He doesn't want to embarrass Mary or disgrace Mary or hurt Mary. He just wants to move on without Mary. Commendable. 
It's why Matthew calls Joseph a just man. But when faced with a similar path, sometimes we aren't so just or righteous. No, sometimes we slam the door. We drop verbal bombs. We rant and we rave. We have tempers and we throw temper tantrums. We fight like cats and dogs. The discussion is over. The defensive lines are drawn. It's in your face. It's no way. And it's, it ain't going to happen. Slam the door. Another way of handling these relationship hurts and hassles is to lock the door. And this may have been where Joseph was headed. Total withdrawal. Lock the door. Things are so broken and I'm so done. Things are so sensitive, so intense, so explosive that I lock the door and throw away the key. Relationships might as well be sealed off forever and meanwhile I sit behind the door nursing wounds and nursing grudges. Is there a better way? There is. Open the door. That's it. Open the door. But as easy as that is to say, we need help. We need God's help to do it. And so did Joseph. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine having a dream where you're told that the dream is, in fact, a wake-up call? Joseph, wake up. You've been drafted. Joseph gets the inside information. Mary wasn't lying to him after all. Joseph needed help with the relationships in his life, and that's why God speaks to him in a dream. Four times in Matthew 1 and Matthew 2, four times we're told God speaks to Joseph in a dream. We need help with our family life as well. As the Catechism summarizes it for us, I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. In fact, using my own reason or strength, I close doors. Using my own reason or strength, I slam doors. I lock doors. But God, God is still speaking. The Holy Spirit has called you by the gospel. God gave dreams to speak his word to Joseph. God's Holy Spirit calls you by his word in the gospel. God tells Joseph what is conceived in Mary is from the Holy Spirit. But Jesus is not only conceived by the Holy Spirit. At his baptism, he's anointed in the Holy Spirit. When tempted, Jesus is empowered by the Holy Spirit. When Jesus died, he gave up the Spirit. Three days later, he was raised in the Spirit. And one of the first gifts Jesus gives after his resurrection is the gift of the Spirit. This same Spirit calls you by the gospel, delivers all the gifts purchased and won for us by our Savior, mercy, forgiveness, new life, and the power. In the midst of the pain of any relationships, the power to look at our neighbors, our co-workers, our spouse, our children, and open the door. It's what Joseph did. Joseph finally opened the door, accepted, loved, cared for Mary and the child that she bore. In the last book of the Chronicles of Narnia, in the book entitled The Last Battle, C.S. Lewis describes his characters facing the ultimate of all battles, and finally they come to a door. Some claim that behind the door is a life-threatening monster. But once through that door, they stood on green grass, 
the deep blue sky overhead and the air blew gently on their faces like that of a day in early summer. Walking through that door, though it was hard and terrifying, took them into a totally new place, and once there, they could continue to go further up and further in, making wonderful discoveries. And what is the point? The point is, we can open the scary door. Open your heart, open your eyes, open your ears, open your life to the people around you. The door isn't as threatening as it looks. God promises that doing things his way, and he'll give you the strength to do it, will give you great blessing for you, for the people he's put in front of you. And after all, we are talking about the same Savior who faced the door of death itself and turned it into the doorway to life eternal. And no matter what, because of what this Savior has done, soon enough you'll find yourself standing on green grass, the deep blue sky overhead, the air blowing gently in your face like that of a day in early summer, the warmth of life and love that will never, ever end. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until that day comes. Amen. I invite you to rise to sing, including the song that Mary sang. Let my prayer rise before you as incense.
be seated. We continue our worship this evening with the gathering of our gifts, offerings, and tithes. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, receive all of the gifts that we bring as symbols that you have all of who we are, dedicated to you, your mission, and your ministry. Use us and all that we are and have to extend your kingdom, that one day all people everywhere will give glory to your name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. you to rise for prayer, beginning with the Kyrie. Let us pray to God our Father, as one family of his sons and daughters, Lord, in your mercy, O God, help us to defend and respect life. Heed the call to fidelity and love and honor the sacredness of the marriage bond. Lord, in your mercy. O God, we pray for all of our mothers and grandmothers to be marked with warm hearts and spirits of service. Lord, in your mercy. O God, we pray for all fathers and grandfathers to love their wives and children just as Christ loves the church. Lord, in your mercy. God, we pray for all married couples who may feel like strangers to one another, that they rediscover one another in patience, forgiveness, and mutual trust. Lord, in your mercy. Oh God, we pray for our children and grandchildren, that they grow in wisdom and in stature and in favor with you and with others. Lord, in your mercy. O God, give us compassion, gentleness, and patience as we open doors toward those in our families. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer. Amen. 
God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. seated as we close with him 368. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to spend time together as a family. I ask that you would bless this time, that all things said and done would be according to your will and bring you glory. 
Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let thy gifts to us be blessed. Amen. See you out there.